is for you? What time is it for you, Tiana? It is 12.23. Okay, so not too early. It's like 5.30 over here. 5.30 a.m. or p.m. over there? P.m., p.m. Oh, my God. Five, okay, I don't... you're about to say you had a lot of energy for 5.30 a.m. No, <laughs> no, unless I'm raving, then I'll be right. up. Long time you're gonna find me up at 5 30 a.m. <laughs> exactly when the club is clubbing. Um, when the club is <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Aquia Jamfi, founder of the British Blacklist, and it is my absolute gosh, I don't know, honor, pleasure, like gagging that um Aww. to speak to you, Madame Tiana. You know what? You introduce yourself. Who are you? Tell us who you are and what you do. I mean, honestly, I'm so modest and so shy. I think you did perfect. <laughs> but I am Tiana Taylor. And I appreciate your your introduction. I thought that, that was amazing. I can't hear myself saying that, but you know, I am Tiana Taylor, a little black girl from Harlem, you know, getting shit done. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. No, listen, you're not a well. You are a little black girl from Harlem. However, you've been in our lives for a long time, and you're like, I'm. No, I'm swear, I'm a hundred years older than you. So you're like a niece or a cousin to me anyway. <laughs> It is absolutely my pleasure to speak to you. Could you describe your life right now in this very second in one word or a sentence? In very second, my life is in shambles. No. My uncle's funeral was yesterday. Shit. So, yeah, no, 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 it's all good. So that's what I'm saying. My current, 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 I cried so much yesterday that I got myself into like this crazy headache. So I woke up this morning, but I had been going to, you know, the movie came out. I've been doing the press runs, like it's been nonstop press. And then, you know, Coachella, Willado, and, you know, it had been a, a lot happening. So I got me an ID this morning and I got the thing called NAD. It's, a, it's like a, a shot that is for like mental clarity. It's like really okay. good for your blood cells, but it make you like nauseous for like five minutes. That shit put me to sleep. I woke up at 11.38, like, oh my gosh, it's time for press. It's time for press. But it made me feel a lot better. I needed that energy. I think I was a little bit... uh dehydrated from just you know a little bit of exhausted like I needed that that little uh drip hydration you should try it like it's, it's just really good and it's good to get it uh daily and I'm not a I'm not a super heavy water drinker so like the drip hydration like she was able to give me like you're able to get like two gallons of water with the drip hydration without physically having to drink the water now see I'm a water drinker but don't be telling my friends that don't drink water because they'll be like give me the drip give me the drip I'm not gonna drink. yeah give me the drip give me the drip because the drip is it's the water and then you get all the vitamins and the nutrients, you know, all the different things that you need, you know? So right now I'm just like a ball of emotion. I definitely feel better. Of course I'm sad and I'm trying to understand a lot of things, but I'm, I'm happy, you know, for all the blessings. I'm grateful. And I know that, you know, God doesn't make any mistakes and leading with understanding that and just more so trying to, to celebrate the life of my uncle because he's so full of life. Well, he was so full of life and, you know, I know he wouldn't want me down here pouting and crying. So, you know, I'm I'm dealing with that. And I also lost my uh, my great grandmother as well. They died a day apart. It's crazy. Two separate things, two separate places. So I was just dealing with that and then still pushing through work. I was finding out about both deaths during Coachella. So yeah. I was like, yeah, dealing with that and, you know, funeral arrangements and different things like that. So and then, you know, I just had a long week. I did. Um, I had to go to the fight, some business at the fight. Then I unexpectedly performed with Usher. And yeah. then I had to do the Daily Front Row Fashion Awards on Sunday. Then I caught a red eye Sunday night, landed Monday morning, went straight to my uncle's funeral, which was yesterday, Monday. And that was Tuesday. And I'm doing uh, my my press 4001. I'm grateful nonetheless, you know? 
you said so many things that I would love to speak to you for four hours so we could just <laughs> um but what there's wow but also is testament it's interesting that this is where you're at and pulling together your strength really mirrors the strength that Inez in a thousand and one draws on just to keep going that motivation that power of a woman that no matter when shit's going down you don't have time to grieve you don't have time to be sad we've got to keep things moving but I wanted to get I mean that's a question for later but just to come back to so tell us about a thousand and one and boy oh boy it's a powerful film man but what like tell us about it man you know it's, it's definitely a powerful film and I think that it's just a love letter you know but and when I say love letter, I, w- I want to be real. Like this is a real love letter. I think when we think of love letters, we think of all the things that are always right and how perfect it should be, you know. And for me, writing a love letter is it's a pinch of, you know, what you love and what you appreciate, but also the things that hurt, you know. And that's why you're writing the love letter because you mean it in the most respectful and loving way. It's coming from the most loving place in your heart. That's what I look like as a love letter. So even when you read the, the poetic love letters back then, it's like, you know, my dearest sweetheart, though you broke my heart, I'm da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? I still love you. I will forever love you. I'm here, even if it's a thousand yeah. miles away. So I feel like that's what a thousand, a thousand and one was a love letter to. You know, all the moms and hustlers that that's really like getting it done for their kids, you know, and because I'm realizing that the movie definitely created a lot of a lot of healthy dialogue, a lot of healthy debates as well, as far as even just with the ending and different things like that. And I think that that's what we wanted. We wanted to create that moment. But also like, you know, everything does not always have a perfect ending or what may be a perfect ending to you may not be a perfect ending to the next person watching but that person that it may not be a perfect ending to is probably a person that ain't even got no kids you feel what i'm saying or a person that has an all the way experienced life you know what i'm saying so that movie could have been a perfect ending for inez but not necessarily a perfect ending for the watcher you know listen i wasn't even gonna go about the ending because that's and then tore your ass up huh it, i was like listen <laughs> i was like this in the cinema in the room like well, well, what, 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 what? But, however, getting to that journey, I like it was a, it was a, it was a tumultuous one, an emotional one. Yeah, that is, yeah, it's a love letter because also me being from the UK and being a seventies kid, so growing up with America as and New York, especially as a second home that I never went to until I was like in my twenties, mm. it felt so like I could relate and I could identify. And it felt like, right. yeah, no, you know, seeing my home away from home through the lens of this powerful character called Inez. What is it about Inez that you connected with? And then why did you and how did you work with AV to like bring her to life? How did you connect with you when you saw the script? What was it about her that was like, yeah, this is the character that I need to get down with and bring to life? Honestly, let me answer that, let me answer that one first and then we'll go to the other one. Inez, we it was a lot of layers to Inez. So many layers to Inez that we had to almost like color coordinate all of the layers. Mm-hmm. So we had to color coordinate the vulnerability. Yeah. You know, when she was cold, when she was angry, when she was sad, when she was, you get what I'm saying? We color coordinated all of those layers because it was a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was a challenge that I wanted to take on because to the other question, taking on this role. And layering Inez and color coordinating Inez made it easier for me to know where to store my different emotions. Because, you know, we don't film in order. 
It's not like you read the script and then you film the script yeah, as yeah, is. Yeah. You might yeah. fuck around and film the end on the first day. So imagine having to find all the emotion from the beginning of the movie to be able to tap in and film the very last scene first. You get what I'm saying? So with the color coordinating, it, it helped us get to that emotion. Okay, in this scene, she's green, red, and blue at the same time. So she got the blues. Her her green is for vulnerability. Her red is for anger. So okay. she's channeling all these different colors. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like in, you know, the, the pink is for when she's feeling like love and, you know, different things. Like So we color coordinated all the different emotions, all the different layers of Inez. Now, taking on this character was therapeutic for me because Inez is a lot of the women that I've grown around. It's my aunts, my mom. My mom was a single mom. My aunts. And, you know, I've been around women like Inez. You feel what I'm saying? So I knew it through and through. But also, I was dealing with postpartum depression. So I was able to channel all of those emotions into Inez. You know, it was almost like an outlet for me because having to go home and deal with postpartum depression, you know, I had to go home and be mommy. I had to go home and, and be wifey. I had to go home and, you know, and be a daughter, be a niece, you know, be a granddaughter, be a caretaker and just all these different things. I had to be, you know, a superwoman, super mom, super wife. So to be able to go to this set and go to Inez and pour into Inez 12 hours a day. And I, I was able to put my cape to the side, you know what I'm saying? And just have a moment of weakness and just cry out and cry into Inez in the most artistic way and was actually celebrated for it in that way. It was art. It was a form of art to be able to pour um, into on it. Yeah, the film is the film is art 100%. Damn my 155 questions, but just in, a, in a nutshell, I mean, I'm going to just say a long thing and hopefully you can get to answer it within the time. I want to know, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, could this film is so much, it's gentrification, it's poverty, it's the effects of criminal past, neglect, love, a mother's strength, resilience, and also Aaron Kingsley Aditola, boy oh boy as young Terry, Josiah mm. Cross, big Terry, William Catlett, mm. lucky, but all of that, your cast and this story and what it means to you, and also where did this project find you when it comes to your career tra trajectory, because you've come a long way from acting to music to being the family goals with your husband and your children that we love from afar, that we don't know, but we love you anyway. Everything you. into everything you've been through, all the highs, the lows, what you've learned, what, you, what you've changed, what you'd keep, all that stuff. This project, what does it mean to you with all of that? <laughs> you know, is, I just want to take that sound bite and put it on an intro of my album. Like, I feel like everything that you said is why Inez is... Inez, you know what I'm saying? Like, and Inez is a, a character in a role that I fought for fair and square. You know, like I think I came in at the tail end when they had already seen damn near hundreds of girls, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't think that I stood a chance, but I knew that at that point it was mine to lose. I treated it like it was mine to lose. You get what I'm saying? I think that I wouldn't have been able to give Inez what I'd given Inez had I not been through everything that you just named, which is why I don't regret anything that I've been through in life. And even the, the times that I thought that that weight was punishment, realizing that that weight was just preparation for what was already written for me. All the trials and tribulations was just preparation of God getting me prepared for what was already written. And I feel like I, I was born to play Inez. I feel like Inez was already written. And like I said, had things in my life gone away, I wanted them to go and you know, everything was all perfect. I wouldn't have been able to give Inez what I give what I given Inez. Inez was years of Pain, joy, trauma, weakness, you know, strength, resilience, like just everything that you named, that was my career. You followed me my whole career. So all the ups and downs, like that 
roller coaster. Had it been a straight car ride, we wouldn't be on this phone today. I think that roller coaster at Six Flags is 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 why you know we are here and why um, Inez was brought to life the way she was brought to life. And I told you early on in a call that I am super modest and, and shy, but you know one thing that I will take pride in is the fact that I do feel like I don't think anybody else could have really pulled off Inez and her layers the way that I did because I do feel like I really. You know, this was this was AB's baby, but this was something that I truly, 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 truly customized. And I digged into these layers and just the way that only a person that has been through these things could really attack this character and attack these layers the way that I did. I'm going to call you Sister Girl because I know I don't know you, but I know you. Um, thank thank you, you because we know Inez and for all the single I'm a single mother and it's been wow tough. it nods to you and that's what this is all about and that's what we yeah. wanted people like women like you and like my mom and different things like that like to show yes we love you we appreciate you we see you but also showing the real life of it you know what I'm saying I think if that's my thing with the ending had she walked away and every everything had been perfect we'd feel like oh once again you know mm -hmm. we saved the day so they're fine They'll be fine. They'll get through it. No. What the fuck is the plan? Let's start the fucking debates. Let's argue. Let's yeah. fucking argue. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that that's what we wanted because we want to keep the rage and why it's important to appreciate just mothers in general, whether you're a single mom, whether you have support, because this shit is hard. Mm -hmm. Being a mother is the toughest job and I'm married, but being <laughs> a mom is the fucking, it's the hardest job in the world. You feel what I'm saying? So I just, like I said, it's a love letter to all moms out there. And even for the postpartum depression, I want to spread awareness that, you know, people need to take postpartum more serious. That's why these women are, there's women out there that are, you know, suicidal, you know, are neglecting or hurting their, their babies because postpartum depression is real. And I feel like it, it needs to be more mainstream and it needs to be taken serious. It needs to be taken seriously. One hundred percent, and 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 big hugs and love that you made it through, and that you continue yes. to get the support, send that love and blessings to you. Whenever Thank you're you. in the UK, we got to do a Q and A. We people, we I need. Yes, to do no, we do, we definitely do. Oh. I need to make my way out there for sure. You do. We got to we, sit we're, down. We're ready for you, sis. Yes. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. <laughs>